Welcome to Connecting the Community podcast. I am your host, Marge Andre. I will be connecting you to people, organizations, and events that create community. I am creating this podcast in Richmond Hill, an eclectic and very culturally diverse community with lots of trees and streams and interesting people just up the hill from Toronto. On this podcast, I am talking with Katie Dawson. She's a Richmond Hill musician that will be performing November 18th at the Richmond Hill Center for the Performing Arts in the intimate setting of the Plaza Suites. Welcome, Katie. Hi, Marge. It's great to be here. Yeah, I am so glad we found the time to to have a conversation. Katie, can you tell us a little about yourself? Uh, You've not always uh, dreamed of being a musician. No, I haven't. I, I actually originally for the longest time wanted to be an astronomer because I love Star Trek. And I was very, very into that. And so right out of high school, I I went to York University to study astronomy. And what happened was, so I I was there. I worked also at their observatory. They have an observatory there. So I worked there. I did research and I did some work, uh, some public outreach there. And I also was able to get a job with Dr. Tom Bolton at the David Dunlap Observatory while it was still owned by U of T. And I got to observe black holes. So that was pretty cool. Uh, he was uh, the first person to discover a black hole. So I, I was really honored. I was one of the last students to ever work for him. And that was really awesome. Unfortunately, uh, things didn't work out in astronomy. Um, so I didn't finish. I didn't graduate, but I decided to move on. And um, I looked at creative advertising. And I went to Seneca in Markham at the time. I think they've moved the program back to York. Now, I I did really well, and then it didn't work out. I tried getting a job for a long time. It just just didn't work out, and then I decided to try something else, and I I love video games as well, so I decided to go uh, and learn video game design and development. Again, I did really, really well in that. Didn't work out either, and then I languished for a while, and I always loved music, though. And I ended up just, I, I was playing guitar since since uh, I, my time at York and it kind of just, things snowballed from, from, from there kind of a thing. But for the for longest time, it's more of a hobby. Okay. So did you have music lessons when you were a little kid? No, I, I never did. Um, when I was growing up, uh, I didn't have a lot of money. My family really didn't have a lot of money. And so we didn't even have a lot of CDs in the house or, or music in the house. I never really got exposed to music until I was older and was basically in university. And um, it, it was it was sad because I, I really was always interested in music. I, when I was five years old, I used to daydream about playing in a band with my kindergarten friends, playing a blue Stratocaster guitar and, and all that stuff. And But I never got the chance um, until much more recently to really uh, play music. and But I did take private music lessons uh, starting in my 20s when I did decide to finally learn guitar. Okay, very good. So you, you didn't even play in the school band? No, my, my, my school just had like some recorder and stuff and I didn't play in, 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 in elementary school. I didn't play in the school band. I didn't take music lessons um, in high school either. 
I, they did have a band, but, but I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't part of that. Um, I, I, I really wasn't, I was interested in music, but I just wasn't over the edge interested at the time. I had a lot of other things going on in my life at the time and music wasn't really at the forefront, even though I, I always had some kind of interest in it. Right. Okay. So, so when did you start really the focusing on performing and can you tell us where you have performed? Yeah. So what happened was uh, it was shortly after the pandemic was ending and I was, um, I was going to, to King Henry's arms with my dad just to pick up some food. And so it's a great little local pub. And then I saw a sign on the uh, up top outside that said, open mic every Sunday. And I thought, Hmm, maybe I should try that. Hmm. And that's kind of how it started. I asked them about it at the time there was a leaf playoff game on, so they didn't have uh, an open mic that, but, but then I came back and I talked to the guy that, that runs it. He was really nice and he encouraged me to go up and then that's how I started. So I, so um, I tend to frequent um, King Henry's arms and also the Duchess of Markham in Markham, Ontario as well. Okay. Very good. Yeah. I'm a frequent fr- uh, visitor at uh, King Henry's Arms. One of the owners, Anders, is a good friend. He's been on this podcast before. So uh, mm-hmm. very good too. You're talking to lots of uh, the people that listen to this podcast know Anders. And also many of them are big supporters of the DDO. So uh, yeah, yeah, Tom Bolton is someone, a name that's uh, very familiar to myself. So that it, it's, it, that is interesting. Okay. Are you... Uh, I believe you initially were playing other people's music, but then you started yeah. writing your own. Uh, how did all that start? So I was just, uh, I, I, I love, I just have a love for, for music and classic rock and stuff like that. And and I was just learning covers originally. And then my dad said to me one day, he said, last year, he said, you know, if you want to continue in the music business, then and actually make it somewhere, you're going to have to write your own music and what happened was I thought he always said to me oh you're such a good writer but when when you're put down a lot when you're trying to get a job as as a copywriter and it doesn't work out and you're told you're not very good you don't have a lot of confidence in your writing skills and I didn't think I was that great but I, I I knew I had some skill with with writing I didn't know I could put uh some music to it either I, I had no idea but one day it was actually June 2nd of last year, I was just bantering back and forth with my dad about some ideas uh, about about uh, what I could write about. And then then the words started coming and I just started writing and writing and writing. To, and then it, it, we actually we went out to vote and, and we came home and then uh, and, and and then I finished the song and, and I grabbed a guitar, wrote some chords down to it and started playing it. And my both my parents were just going, wow, you just wrote that. Uh, okay, I, I like that story there. So, um, so you do write both the lyrics and the music. Yeah, excellent, very good. Okay, because I've I've looked on your website, and you've there's you've written a lot in that relatively short period of time. Yeah, I I, I love to write. <laughs> excellent. So, uh, can you like you've mentioned classic rock? Is that the best way of describing your music? Like, you know, is there not really? Not really, because uh, there's a lot of different genres. I've also recently been getting into a lot, a lot of rockabilly, rock and roll. I've dabbled in country a little bit. 
I've uh, I have a whole folk album out that that's uh, really cool. I've done bluegrass. I've done um, a little bit of pop. I've done just a lot of everything. Hmm. Um, and I I just it's just whatever I'm inspired to write kind of it's a that's kind of how it happens. Okay, so sort of eclectic. Uh, is there a musician you'd compare yourself to? Not really. Um, only because every musician is very unique and, um, I, I don't want to start saying that I, I'm like somebody else because everyone has their own writing style. Everyone has their own playing style. Everyone has their own performing style. And, and I don't feel that it, like, if you want to say, because I'm, I'm a left-handed player that, that, I'm, that I'm like Paul McCartney, cool. I'm honored, but, I, but I'm totally not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Got that. Okay. So what, what inspires you? What influences your writing? Just anything that I, sometimes like I see a sign or something that, that I pass by when I'm in the car and I kind of file it away. Sometimes I'm listening to music and an idea pops into my head, not about the song that I'm listening to, but just an idea. And it just, and then I just have to write it down. And for for example, I have this song that called Red Eyed Moon that I actually filmed a music video at the DDO for. It's on my folk album, uh, Pass the Sea. And it's a really cool song. I played mandolin on that one. And what happened was I was actually going uh, with my dad to to visit the Duchess of Markham for the first time to scout the place out. And I wanted to see, I had just found out about it, about, about their open mic and and then I looked into in the sky. It wasn't a lunar eclipse or anything, but the there was a haze in the sky that that evening, and the moon looked kind of red. And I thought, red-eyed moon. I'm gonna file that away. Usually I write down the titles too, but I just filed it away. And then the next day I wrote the song, and it turned out to be a pretty good song. And and yeah. then I, I and then because of the idea of the moon and everything, I ended up uh, working with the city of Richmond Hill and was able to book the DDO to film that music video. Okay, very cool. So everyone from Richmond Hill has to listen to watch that one. So great. Yeah. Okay. Um, has there been a change? Have you seen sort of an evolution of your music style over, well, it's a relatively short period of time. I don't necessarily notice it, but sometimes other people do mm -hmm. that. My, my writing is maybe getting better, more complicated in, in terms of the ideas and things, but I don't really notice it. I don't, I don't take a look at that. I just, I, I, I just write. There hasn't been an evolution of different topics or styles at all for yeah, it's you. Just, it's just really whatever comes to mind. Uh, I, I just, uh, if something pops into my mind, then uh, then I write about it. like, for example, when I was writing, I, when I wrote a song for my latest album, A Thousand Words, it's the, the song was called Ice Dance. I had this idea for some reason, uh, for like two days, I just couldn't get penguins out of my head. And then I wrote a song uh, t about a uh, Korean dance uh, talking about penguins in the song. And that's kind of how that happened. And, and um, when I wrote the land of the setting sun on my folk album past the sea i just for some reason was thinking butterflies and polar bears butterflies and polar bears and then i then i wrote this song uh which is a really cool song it doesn't get enough love i i feel it should get more love and i wrote this song about butterflies trying to help polar bears and inform everyone about climate change okay 
Interesting. Okay. Yeah. It's so, kind of to me. <laughs> okay. So uh, my next podcast I'm doing is with the music director of the Richmond Hill United Church. You know, big. he plays a big church organ. A little different than you. Uh, I am asking him the question, what is the importance of music? I'd like to compare his answer to your answer. So what would you say is the importance of music? Music is, is just, it's to, to almost, to quote Bob Seger, it soothes the soul. Mm. And it's it's very soothing. It's it, it's it, it just I think it's very helpful to people. It, it just makes you feel. It can make you feel something. Make you feel better. Usually, make you think. And, and it to me, it, it it it's very it's it's so important on so many different levels, especially just in your mind and for for your mental health and and, and things like that. It, it's it's an amazing and powerful tool that that I think um, people need to use more to especially to get a, a positive message out or or to to bring uh to light something that people don't necessarily know about it, it can be used in that way and i think it's very important just to just to help people to feel happy yeah okay so it's a powerful tool makes you happy and all those good things okay so i'm going to compare your answer to barry peters so we'll see how he says things okay uh so do you have other musicians with you when you do your performances? And I'm, you know, I've heard drums or harmonic. Uh, yeah. So what happens when you perform? Well, actually, I I do play the harmonica. I have oh, one right okay. Here. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Okay. I have, I have lots of harmonicas, but um, yeah. So so, um, what happens is I write the music and then uh, I tell my engineer how. Uh, like how, how I want it to go, what instrumentation, everything. He arranges everything for me, and then I, I end up recording it. Uh, and I, I, I almost always will play an instrument on the track. Usually guitar, sometimes mandolin, sometimes also harmonica. Uh, I've played banjo, ukulele on a couple of tracks as well. Um, I, I, I play. I do play several different instruments so but but i don't play i can't play everything uh it w w would be nice it would be nice working on it but when i do perform uh, it'll be just me with my instruments and there'll be backing music to back me up okay so, so the drums are added by the engineer yeah it, yeah added by uh yeah he arranges to, to get everything done but it's it's all 100 percent professional and you have a music studio that you go to to do recording yes. studio okay yeah. just curious of how actually you make a an album so i um yeah and i looked at your website and it looks like you are making vinyl records how <laughs> why so uh, i i decided to i also have some cds as well but vinyl i felt is it besides the fact that it's making a big resurgence it also the sound quality is so much better because the the frequency range that you look that you can pick up and listen to that that comes out of a vinyl record is is mm. more than double that of a cd or any digital 
And that's why it sounds so much warmer and so much richer. And it's just, it's so much better. And and I have a bit of a vinyl collection at home now. I have some of my dad's old vinyls. And I also have a whole bunch of new vinyls. And there's some great stores you can get, even some vintage used stuff that sound great as well. And it, the, it's just great to sit back and, and listen to an, a vinyl album. You can really okay. pick up everything. It, it's okay. just and that's why I, I I think vinyl is so important. And it's it, it's is it more money than digital and CD? Yes, but it's completely worth the investment to get a turntable. You don't even have to get a super expensive one. Okay, I did it. not know that about uh, vinyl having the extra quality of music. Yeah. So that that's uh, that's interesting. So, do you have aspirations, um, or are you just going to let sort of things unfold? I guess it's a bit of both because. Uh, I, I, I want to make as many people happy as I can. I want people to enjoy my music and, and I don't know where it's going to go. Uh, so that's, but, so I have to kind of let things unfold and, and, but also try to, to just make, just make as many people happy as I can. That's my goal. It makes me happy when other people are happy. It just makes me feel really good to see, to, to bring joy to other people. I like that. Okay. So is there something else that you wanted to add? Uh, anything else that you'd like to add? Sure. Well, I've just opened my uh, my online merch store on, on my website. Okay. And there's it's not fully stocked yet. I've, I have um, my, my all three albums are on there, but I only have one t-shirt on there right as of now, but I'm expecting more to come in uh very shortly and there'll be more merch available at my show and it'll be exclusively there first at my show so if you want some exclusive stuff first the first dibs on it come to my show and then it'll be up on on my website on my store on at a later date but yeah i ship worldwide anyone uh anyone can get it and um yeah i, I and I, I hope uh people just enjoy what I have to offer, whether it be music, t-shirts, uh, anything like that. Okay, very good. I, I definitely will have your website in the podcast notes, so uh, you can look it up there. So yes, it's uh, first dibs for those coming to Richmond Hill, but it is not exclusive to people in Richmond Hill. So excellent. Uh, I do end all podcasts with the same question to all guests. Name one thing you really like about this community. I feel very safe here. I, I, it feels like a very welcoming community, a very safe community. I've lived in Richmond Hill pretty much my whole life, and I don't see myself going anywhere else. I, I just love it. It just feels very comfortable. Okay, I like that answer. So again, you perform at the RHCPA on November 18th, 8 o'clock. Doors open at 7 and uh, you know, again, your website with songs, you can listen to some of your songs are, are on um, on your website. So I really appreciate uh, you taking the time, Katie, to do this podcast and uh, good luck with everything. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me. Thank you for listening. I would very much appreciate you sharing this podcast. Please tune in next week as we continue to explore the community. Consider emailing me at marge, M-A-R-J, at margeandre.com. I welcome suggestions for podcast guests. Stay well, stay connected. <laughs>